Army Hammer is a cannibal, Tyler. <laughs> I saw this. I saw this. Now. Let's 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 explain to everybody before we dive in because we you and I have our own conversations and nobody knows what we're talking about. Absolutely. And I just want to say that I know as much about this as a headline. So you're going to have to explain it to Perfect. me with Perfect. the audience. I just said that I, I or I just saying I saw this and I did like a little headcock and then just kept on scrolling. You always with the headcock. Now, Tyler, first of all, Army Hammer is an actor and he has been in. Uh, I think his most famous movie was The Social Network, where he played the twins. Oh, uh, see, I was thinking uh, The Lone Ranger, just because of how bad it was. I thought it was oh, yeah. with Johnny Depp in yep. it, who's all got his own problems going yeah, on right now, Tyler. Yeah. Getting beat the shit out of, Ryan. Uh, uh, apparently, she pooped in his bed. So, now here's what I got to tell you about Army Hammer, okay? Now, this is all unverified. This actor, uh, somebody has set out screenshots of DMs that he allegedly has sent to people on Instagram. People. Okay. Just people on the internet. That's all you need to know. Right. Now, some of the screen grabs from these DMs have professed his desire to bite pieces off of the recipient and eat her heart, Tyler. Mm, That's wow. what he said. Now, this is some sort of a fetish. What's your take on that? that original splashy headline. Well, I'm going to eat your heart. Well, this is a common thing. We know, you know, people out there like Hillary Clinton drinks the baby blood. Oh, you know, well, I so, mean that. So this is not allegedly. That's a proven fact. <laughs> no, no, am I right? <laughs> I think that, that we can say that. Allegedly. Bring your lawyers over uh, here, dude, Hillary Rodham. She has people killed. And cankles. Uh, she does have people killed. Yeah. Now, just kidding, baby. You know, I love you. Um, so you know the, what? Just kill us. The cannibal fetish. You're saying that that's not an uncommon thing. It's well, we were just. Oh no, I would say because <laughs> you're traveling in some weird circles. Tyler. I would say it is uncommon, but I would say it is not as uncommon as we think. Cannibalism. I think most people view as like a tribe out in the middle of no. No, some people are get into crazy stuff, just like that guy that we talked about about the cannibal who messaged this guy on a message board and got him to come over. Had him eat his wiener. Tyler. Had him eat. It is wiener. He, he got his own wiener in his mouth, monkey puff eater. And it was and it was all voluntary. So there, sure. there are people out there who do this stuff. No, and that's true. And I think that we would find that about every kink, about every fetish, is that it's more common than we actually think. For sure. And thank you, Internet, for bringing those friggin' weirdos together. Um, yeah. But what do you think? What's your take on that? Now, in this lifestyle and obviously you don't know all about it but do you think that these people are actually bringing this to fruition do you think all of these people are obviously not all of these people but many of these people are reaching i'm eating my own wiener heights or do you think it's just more about the role play my assumption is and we talk about this yeah all we're the, both guessing all, all we talk about this all the time where it seems like pedophilia is a real problem amongst the wealthy I think what happens is, is that you go into this lifestyle of fame and fortune with your kinks, your fetishes, whatever you got going on, and then it is just doused in fuel and then lit on fire by these people who are just willing to give themselves sure, to you. Literally. And nobody's saying no to you. It'll warp a person's mind. And I, I want to keep a toe of yours in my pocket at all times. And if you're, yeah, yeah, here, here you go. Pick one. Like and, the big Lebowski. <laughs> and, and if you're, if you're rich, you can pretty much get away with whatever you want, man. So, so then through that definition, do you think that a fetish or a kink is an actual symptom of something being wrong? 
and I know I'm putting you in a bad position here, but no, no, I'm okay with in it. In some sort, but to say yes, your kink is you being that, that that's a controversial take. Absolutely, and I wouldn't say that. The problem is, is that wrong is simply a perspective of society as a whole. You don't what, think that there's an abject wrong and right? No, no, hmm. because because there are there are. Uh, Tribes out there that com that uh, commit cannibalism and rape and all that and and it's okay with them. It's not wrong to them. Yeah, they're wrong. <laughs> okay, Be because based on society, get you me out of this pot. <laughs> You're wrong. If you had lived in that society, you wouldn't think so. Who is your Papua New Guinea? Uh, but and what does he do? And what does it, you know? What, you know what? I'm very interested in. I've talked about this forever on the show. Actually, I talked to street producer Lenny about it, and he finished my sentence, which made me feel like an asshole. Where do fetishes come from? Where do these kinks come from? Why do you have that specific one? Why are Tyler, why are you crushing all those baby chicks in your room? What's the deal with that? And what's the deal with the size 12 stiletto pumps? Those two things are not correlated in really? any way. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. They so are. Yeah, they so are. They so are. I, I think just like when we talk about serial killers, it's the difference between nature and nurture. I think it's a combination of, of those things. You have, and I got to look, we can review, the serial killer who became known as the foot fetish killer the the mexican the mexican he was a mexican guy i believe no no i think it was a guy who was a kid who was adopted by two Pol uh, two polish people who were just monsters to him you know what and and he was and they were cobblers so he just grew up around shoes never allowed to see other people never allowed to have friends never allowed to do any of that stuff i'd fuck a shoe in that <laughs> scenario <laughs> so so you turn to the one thing that you know and and that's why they say foot fetish is so popular because as children were around feet all the time you're on, on the, the floor that's where i was gonna go and that's what stupid ass lenny you know finished my sentence and i wanted to punch him in the mouth also before we move forward i want to say i'd hump a pump because i thought about it while you're saying it i got it out i feel better that willpower of being able to hold it for that long i'm proud of you buddy <laughs> It's like being on a car trip. Just I, hold it. He's almost done. I expect you to just lash a hump a bump. I'm trying to fix the tempo of this show because I just shout out whenever I want to. Doesn't make for great radio, Tyler. No. Now, here's something else that he wrote. And, 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 and I bet you that there are plenty of foot fetish killers. I'm thinking this as you're saying it. It's the most common fetish from for what sure. I've read Week in Review. And I would imagine that that's a very common theme in a lot of killers, you know yep. what I mean? Yep. We'll we'll look that up. Here's something else that Army Hammer. What do you think about that name, Army Hammer? I hate it. It's it's got to be a fake name, right? Isn't I, it? I pray to God that it is. <laughs> That's a Hollywood name. What right? do you think of when you hear Army Hammer? I think of one thing. I, I think of like a like a powder you put on yourself. The, ba on the baking soda, the ba right? Yeah. Arm yeah. and Hammer. Yeah. Like Army or, or, Hammer. I was <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. Well, I mean, again, he's rich and he can be a cannibal if he wants to. So he's doing something right. Well, and I think that I read an not actual that I promote cannibalism in any way. Well, not that he doesn't. I read an actual article on this from Rolling Stone. Who knew that was still a fucking thing? And a big portion of the problem of this is that some of the women were responding, hey, you made me really uncomfortable with this. And not, mm -hmm. not just the cannibalism, but just apparently their sexual exploits. And his response was, yes. So I think the problem is, hey, if you're into this, that's just fine. Yeah. Be into whatever you're into, but just please recognize the the 
is the other person into this? If they're, But the problem is a lot of people they're turned on is the other person not being into it. And that's the problem right there. It is okay to have any kink as long as it's consensual. And I'm Poop sorry, kink, Tyler. If, if you find somebody I say else. that's wrong. No, no, no that's not right. You're going right. to right. get pinworms. That's, well, that's their choice to get pinworms. All right, you're fine. Yeah, no, hey, if it's I'm kidding. If it's consensual, the only problem is is the kink out there that seems to be so popular is when it's not consensual, yeah. and that's the only thing that's not okay. But that's not a kink though. That's just a power uh, response. That's somebody who doesn't. And I'm, I'm what the, yeah, that's, what the that, f do I know? That's fair. But you're, but I think that's somebody with 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 power who's lacking power and wants to take it out somewhere else. All right, he wrote, and this is just this just stuck with me. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. I am 100% a cannibal. Wait, it stuck with you allegedly, or I, this is allegedly? If I'm being honest, I didn't give a shit. I haven't thought about it. I don't even know why I said that. I lied to you, and I'm sorry about that. I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck. That's scary to admit. I've never admitted that before. So it almost sounds like somebody who is feeling comfortable in his own skin where he's willing to share this with other people, strangers. But, this what, is, but this, what if, I don't know the relationship. Okay. The yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what, but what if the shock value kind of like what we talked about last week, like maybe the shock value of something is what turns people on. Um, absolutely. Like could, somebody being humiliated. You're or, absolutely right. He could be just saying these things and that reaction that he gets is the thing that he's seeking and he doesn't actually want to eat people. However, what we've been discussing, it seems very specific. I think it is that control thing. Like, hey, I'm going to take a piece of you. There's also, damn it, what's the name of it where... Maybe he's trying to gain somebody's power. Well, just take a picture of them. Then you get to keep their power forever. We'll edit that out. Uh, what is that fetish called where you're ingested by a giant? You're oh, like, oh, we talked about this. Yeah, um, we can review because it's like megalophobia or something like that. Interesting. And, and we have to look it up. And it's it's there's a I actually look this up. I did my own little research. <laughs> Tyler's got his own show going on that never gets recorded. <laughs> and and there's a whole section of the internet to these things. There's there's uh, illustrations, people just on their time off. Yeah. I gotta tell you. <laughs> hey, DeviantArt, keep up the good work. Tang tangent here, the animated porn online is getting masterclass. Keep up the good work, guys. But here's the thing that I don't understand and we need to move forward and we gotta get into the show. Why is it always incest? Why is Chris banging Lois? I don't well, know. Can't we get Quagmire in here? What is going on? It's it's a very people just seem to be into taboos for some reason. I mean, as as comedy gets dragged away, as people are allowed to say less and less, the porn community is is coming in hot. Absolutely, and honestly, the stepmom stuff, which is also very popular, it's like being an agnostic. Just become an atheist already. You know you want to <laughs> do it. Just freaking watch the incest shit. No, you're okay? it's just like when you start getting into the the porn with the girls with the big clits. Just move to small penises, bro. <laughs> right. Stop wasting our time. I mean, just be a cannibal if you want to. When it comes to eating a woman out of a bowl, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you ate. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that's whatever the appropriate way to say retarded is. To my left, the only person who's ever received a restraining order from a back scratcher, 
Mr. Tyler Menendez. Dude, don't laugh like that. I, you're, you, you put me off, Tyler. I mean, talk about... <laughs> talk about... Um, forcing your will on somebody else, that back scratcher does what I tell it to, whether it wants to or not. I'm not touching that first thing. I wrote that and I'm like, can I do that? Yeah, you can. Can I do that? I, I think talking about something instead it. of just saying it. Yeah. I want to say it the right way and I hope that I did that. On today's show, fun. And later on today's show, we're going to make some declarations, y'all. And we'll do it independently of one another, Tyler. I'm really excited about it. And I always get excited when you throw y'all on something. I like that. Y'all's fun. What What was it that you were famous for saying? Miami be hot, y'all? Uh, Africa be hot, y'all. Africa be <laughs> hot, y'all. Uh, guys, this is generally the spot where I insert the theme into the show, Tyler. You know what I mean? Like, I always come up with a little something wacky to set it apart from last week's show. Of course. Got any guesses? Um, the number. Okay, I'm glad we played this game, Tyler. This is my idea, okay? I want to try something different, and I'm going to break format from what we're used to, okay? I don't like change, Ryan. I don't react well to change. Dad's not coming home, Tyler. <laughs> you did this. Now, here's my idea. I have some business ideas, okay? I've had some... Let me give you how this all started, okay? Okay. I came up with, you know, I like to go to the gym. I consider myself a physically active young man. Okay? Is that why you keep punching the microphone? That is why. I'm just using it like a uh, like a sparring partner, Tyler. So I have come up with like a workout routine. And I thought like, hey, one day when this takes off, I can use this and build up like a workout you know, situation that could really help people out. It could be a se separate source of income. But... I want to keep it tied to the show. I like what we've got going on here, and I want to use the synergy. I don't ever want to go away from what it is that we got going here. So you basically what you're trying to do is combine the physical working out, going to a gym, all that stuff with the the goofy self-help stuff that we're doing here. Oh, no, no, no. I want to make that it's an entirely separate thing, but... I want the names to show you that I'm keeping these two products together. It's all under the same umbrella. That's exactly right. Gotcha. So I've come up with a couple different businesses and I want to try them out on you. Okay. Now here's where we're breaking protocol. I, for the first time, am going to let you touch the board, Tyler. I have set you up with two buttons <gasps> right here. Okay. Now green means good. Red means bad. I, that's the best that I could do. I'm not a friggin' scientist. That's okay. Bro. I am already at full mast. So I am going to, could you get that off my leg? <laughs> I am going to put, I'm going to give you these ideas and I need for you to respond to me good or bad. Just solely with those buttons right there. And you as you said, universally, I know this is the truth, but green means good. Red means green bad. is go. Red is stop. All okay. Right. Right. So for this workout regimen, for this workout app, for this whole idea that we're going to come up with, what do you think about those thighs you hate? <laughs> that one is, uh, oh. give me the button first and then tell me what you think. Ooh. What? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, that one could be, uh, misconstrued really? as, as you need to hate your body, which I don't think is what you want to go for. Well, I mean, if you meet some of the people who listen to our show, I think that they're actually missing out on a lot of self-hatred. <laughs> Let's do the impression <laughs> index.
No one cares. You don't know what that was about as awkward of a transition as we've ever done, and that's effing saying something, Tyler. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. What the depression index is is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly, and Tyler and I crank it up to let you know how down we are. It's our our little our little salt bay dusting of self help in every show, Tyler. How'd your week go, brother? It's been okay. I um. I, I, it's been a weird week because I'm in this place where I, 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 I'm feeling bad, but then I'm feeling good, but then I also will feel good while also feeling bad. It's just what a the hell does it, that mean? It's a maelstrom of emotion, Ryan. Maelstrom? And I've nice. been, thank you. And yeah. I have been a, a tsunami just, just falling on top of you, if you will. Always. <laughs> yeah, when you start opening up to it, then you start recognizing it. You can't, you can't push it deeper. For sure. Well, you can try. Okay. Um, I didn't mean it like that, you sicko. I was referencing like a, a a beach ball that you try to push under the water. Sure. You can hold it there for only so long, but the pressure will build and eventually explode in your face. You and I talked about this earlier. Is it better to be miserable and unaware or, you know, aware and miserable? It's all, it's all terrible, honestly. We're all winding up at the same I'm, place. I'm glad we have the happy depression index going because this is taking a real turn. Um, yeah, so it's just been, you know, I, I'm start, I started meditating again, you know, oh, that's awesome, not, man. not real, but I started doing it because, you know, at, at this point, <laughs> to I'll, impress my friends, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Um, so this week I will say I'm at a seven. I think that the, that the meditation is at a cornerstone of getting any of this stuff done because you got to get in there and you really need to pay attention. False promises, ladies and gentlemen, Tyler, spin that wheel and let's see how you feel, buddy. One, <laughs> three, four. Wow, that's incredible, Tyler. You've spun that thing so many times. You've turned into like one of those people from Wild Wild West. He's just mostly steampunk robot at this point. It's really weird. Tyler, let's gay it up. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, days ago, months ago. Who friggin' knows? Life is just a time warp at this point. Time's not real. Flat circle, Tyler. I mentioned this and it's something that stuck out with me because I really believe in it. Sometimes I accidentally say wise shit. Nowadays, being wrong is a superpower. If you know somebody who can admit that they are wrong and objectively say, hey, I made a mistake here and I've thought about it and I'm willing to walk it back, that's a friggin' superpower, man. I believe that in this day and age, it's so few and far between that it is something that we need to ferret out of ourselves, like what you're talking. You, you gotta put the effort in to become that. Well, it's a scary process, but when you look at somebody and apologize, you're not just showing respect for them, but more importantly, you're showing respect for yourself. In terms of what? Well, just being able to acknowledge that you were wrong and admit that you were wrong, and that takes a lot of responsibility on our part as people to do that, because no one else is gonna do it for us. Why are people so afraid of being wrong? Is this something that has been gone back all of time, or is this something that has happened recently? Oh, no, I think everything that makes up humans goes back to the beginning of everything. You're wrong. We're made up of stardust, Ryan. Some more than others. That's how why people are gay. Neil the jackass Tyson over here. Thank you for that. I don't appreciate you attacking him, but I appreciate I like the name. That Thank was pretty you. good. That's pretty Tyler good. Tyler fired. <laughs> it will work on that. Um, so what I think is that we all need to look inside ourselves. We all need to realize that we're not perfect and it takes so much pressure off of us. We're all trying. I mean, people get so furious 
about things that don't matter at all. Mm -hmm. Like things that your your definition isn't even based on that. Why are you fighting about this right now? Well, and we talk about it in re in the realm of sports. You just you you adhere to this what you believe to be your your identity. Your definition. And then when sure. somebody attacks, whether it be your local team or your politician, it's people take it as an attack on them. Absolutely. And the way is you define yourself in your mind a, a certain way. And if somebody wants to take away from that, that is like attacking a family member. You, you, it's, it's, it's you protecting a person. That person just happens to be you. So we all need to be superheroes. Let's all go on this trip together. I had a crazy week, but I'm feeling really good. I'm at like a one, man. Boo! Yep. And that is Depression Index. No, 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 I get to do it. Don't do that. I don't like that. Tyler, you've got a little split segment. Um, well, two different segments. We're just going to get some necessary stuff out of the way, right? Okay, that's great, man. I like that you're trying something a little bit different. You ready to get into the first one? Yes, absolutely. Here we go. I didn't think you could be more annoying. <laughs> right. Well, you put horns behind anything and it'll be more annoying. Where did you get that trumpet, Tyler? <laughs> you're really in character. <laughs> Ryan, I have a feeling that you're going to love our new segment. How often do you hear someone drop the term unwritten rule? Uh, every time somebody speaks about baseball. Sure, but just in, in life, because I don't know anything about baseball, so I can't help you You're guys out. You're not allowed to run over the pitcher's mound, Tyler. Remember that. Sure. Everyone knows it's an unwritten rule to never swipe on someone else's phone when they're showing you a picture. That is an unwritten rule. I. That's a great unwritten rule. And whoever's out there trying to see my wiener, you're a monster. Okay, that's a lot to unpack there, buddy. What what do you but don't if you're if you're scrolling through pictures, what I, what are you anticipating? Uh, well, naked photos, but it's not but it's not a monster, just you know, I'm curiosity. I, I want to see what's going on over there. I like it when people go to the camera roll and my my eyes naturally start just looking for skin. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I'm looking for limbs just sticking out and whatnot. I'm looking for the most peach picture and I'm going to tap on it. That's something that almost everyone knows. And once you're labeled a swiper, uh, you're branded that forever. Swiper, no swiping. And then you miss out on all those sweet memes, dog. But what about the unwritten rules that are a little bit more hazy? Okay. The ones that have no clear-cut answer. Someone needs to get some formulas going put chalk on blackboard and quantify these solutions let's do this i, I like that we are the arbiters for society when it comes to the un let's write these rules tyler ryan lives hang in the balance all right we'll do it I, you know what new segment written rules <laughs> well it's called hear ye hear ye i'm rebranding jeez you push and you push we give in ryan you and me we're doing this. let's do this thing man so for the for our very first hear ye, hear ye, how long must we wait before we're allowed to discuss movie spoilers? We need a time frame here because there's always this conversation about how long we need a clear cut time frame. Well, streaming has really turned this, and I think I think this is a great what you're doing right now. I mean, you're doing God's work. It Tyler. needs to be discussed. Streaming has really turned this thing on its head because it used to be like, hey, that movie's been out for a year. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people haven't seen Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, I'm trying to get to that. 
I, but I mean, right now there's just so much to watch. It's and unfair. None of it good. But we're talking, let's say, like uh, Endgame. There's that really famous story about the guy in somewhere in Asia, I don't know where, who came out of the movie theater screaming spoilers, and the mob literally attacked him. And there's a famous photo of him sitting on the sideline, just covered in blood. I'm gonna go ahead and write this rule too soon. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's too soon. I, I think if the people are waiting to see the movie. Perhaps a few shades too soon. Hey, you know what? That's a step in the right direction. Let's start there and work our way backwards. Okay, Tyler, that one too soon. Now, what do you think? What, what's your? T you're the you're the um, you're the media intaker here. Like, what do you think? Well, you're you're absolutely right. I think not. I think streaming has changed the game. Because now all the big movies are right there at your fingertips, unless it's Mulan, where you got to pay forty bucks to watch it when it first comes. I out. I heard it wasn't great. Um, yeah, they changed the whole story from like just an up and comer woman trying to fit in a, where it, it they turned it into crouching tiger, hidden dragon, misogynist Asian racism. Tyler, great job! Thank you for bringing that to the show. So, how long do you the think trifecta? <laughs> how long a triad, if you will? How long do you think that? Wh what's your take on this? I think that if it's a if it's a stream on a streaming service, which let's just generalize and say all movies on a streaming service, um, I, I say a week. Okay. I, you know what? A week it is. Yeah, you're okay with a week? A week. Hear ye, hear ye. One week. This is, dude, we're cranking these out. What else you got? I love it. Well, and for our second and final ruling, what should the punishment be for people who walk in front of your car while you're in a parking lot? You could move very easily oh, yeah. to the side. You are in the middle of the lane, lady. I mean, <laughs> I assume it's a woman. I don't know. You hypothetical <laughs> bitch. Uh, you know what? That's just living in Miami, bro. I had some guy come into my lane the other day while yelling at me. <laughs> he's like coming into my lane. We're five feet from each other and he's yelling at me for existing in my lane. How dare you be in the spot I want to move to? Testicle flogging, Tyler, is what should happen to those people. Hear ye, hear ye! Testicle flogging! I'm gonna start walking in front of people's cars. <laughs> Like, what's that punishment that they have in India where the police officers carry the, like, bamboo sticks around with them and just hit people with it? That's called flogging, and there but was... But there's, there's a specific word for it over there. There's a very specific... Uh, I remember a story... And we got to move forward yeah, here. Yeah, we got yeah. so much show uh, about Michael Fay was the guy's name, spit over in, like, Korea or something like that, and they flogged him, like, 14 times. The government got involved in all these different things. We can review because it's an interesting story. I'd want to say I got beat by one of those guys at least once. I could I could bring you to a club. Tyler, that was a fantastic segment. I, thank I, you. I, I thank honestly you. really, really like that. Thank you. I, I, I These are... These are things that need to be discussed, and I think that we, like I said, we need to quantify and figure these things out. And this is, Ryan, we're doing peace on earth kind of stuff here. I love your new segment, Written Rules, Tyler. That's fantastic. Rebranded. Hear ye, hear ye. All right. Oh, man, I didn't change this. Well, you're going to be upset. Let's do Week in Review. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I, I, you know what? Sorry. It's, just for, it's for shock value. Two weeks in a row is just not the right way to do it. Tyler, last week, there was some disagreement on whether or not I enjoyed the absinthe we drank when we were in Barcelona as brothers. Mm -hmm. Do I have irrefutable proof that's going to make you look like an idiot? I'm sure. 
Oh, yes, daddy. Here's what happened, okay? Just very quickly to tie this up, Tyler, our older brother, and I all went to Barcelona just to spend time together as brothers. Yes, the three of us went, just the three of us. We have some, some um, an undercurrent of rage that is not really that far under. It's an ocean of rage. Right, yeah. right, right. A vast ocean. So we started drinking absinthe, which brought out the worst in us, and we got into a really bad fight in a in a bar and flipped over a cocktail table. That's right. That's right. We we silenced the room that we were in from <laughs> our behavior. And Tyler had a breakdown for the next three days. Didn't I did. enjoy the rest of his vacation. I did. Sorry for saying this so casually, but it's kind of funny. It is kind of funny. Now, we had decided that night, no more absinthe. Do you recall that? Of course I recall that. You had shell shock. You were you were in bed with the covers pulled up to your nose. I thought I was going to be the last one standing. Like, I was bunkered, hunkered down in our hotel room. I thought you guys were never coming back. Bunkered and hunkered sounds like how you would order your hash browns at Waffle House. Now, Tyler, will you confirm or deny the fact that I went out after we had all decided no more absinthe, it'd be good for our relationship... I went out, bought another bottle of absinthe, hid it in my suitcase, and would secretly drink it before we would leave to go anywhere. And yes, that is true. And I, first of all, that doesn't prove that you loved it. That just proves that you like going against the man, man. It proves that I have a serious drinking problem. Yeah, that too. And the, the, the problem is, <laughs> the biggest problem is, is that... It wasn't even that he was hiding the alcohol from our oldest brother. It was the fact that so he wasn't doing this alone, he would make eye contact with me as he was sipping out of the jar. It had nothing to do with drinking it alone. It's that you were begging me not to do it. Well, I was just saying, hey, we promise, we promise. And you, as you were untwisting the lid and you're like, I'm going to do it. I love to do it. I love going against the man. Yeah, you do. Ryan, last week, I tried to say the quote from Dodgeball's Globo Gym okay. and failed miserably was i even close did you say miserably miserably i like that one me too this, this is a very popular meme online i have been mm. told here at globo gym we understand that ugliness and fairness are genetic disorders <laughs> much, much like baldness and necrophilia and it's only your fault if you don't hate yourself enough to do something about it that is their tagline <laughs> well it was just a quote i think from ben stiller's character or whatever it was that is like fantastic in, in the commercial <laughs> i love the character that ben stiller plays in everything and, yeah and that character is just so he was in heavyweights wasn't he Oh, yeah. He was the psychotic camp counselor. Very similar character, wasn't it? Very much so. Similar to the uh, to the to the guy in Billy Madison that was in charge of the the retirement home. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. With, yeah. the, Hulk, with the Hulk Hogan he, mustache. He plays a good, uh, funny, psychotic person. Yeah. Plays. Yeah. Tyler. At some point in time, I have no idea. We discussed Cleopatra having long, luxurious pubic hair. You ventured the guess that straight pubic hair doesn't exist. Were you correct? I don't know. Now, I went on the very scientific website of, and I want to make sure I get this right, www.reddit.com. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it, I yes. think there's an HTTP somewhere in there. I don't know. So what I did is I just got some actual testimonials from some people. Let's, dude, let's get some boots on the ground journalism. Let's not listen to scientists. Let's hear what the people have to say. Anonymous sources that, that you don't know who they are. Exactly right. Okay. Anonymous source number one, I dated a white Scandinavian girl whose pubic hair was the same texture as her head hair. It was head hair in all regards other than length. 
Okay. Okay, that's one person. Which what, what's your take on that? That's is that it, it all depends on what you're doing with it. Yeah. You, are, are you letting it grow like the Amazon or well, not anymore. They're burning that shit down. But are you are you are you doing a landing strip? Or I don't want to get too detailed, but you know, I, I'm thinking I would feel probably insecure about that. I'd probably crimp it. I'd probably crimp it and try to get it to look like everybody else's pubic hair so nobody would know. You're curling your pubic hair. <laughs> Just days of me processing my, my pubic hair. All right, number two. I used to work in an assisted living home and had to help a few residents take showers. Yes, there is definitely straight pubic hair. I'm looking at your face. You don't believe in taking care of the, the elderly, do you, Tyler? I absolutely do. I just don't. I wouldn't be able to do it. Because you're a shitty person. I, and I couldn't either. Jesus. Okay, uh... Number three, I'm a girl and mine are straight. I have to keep them trimmed because otherwise they grow back into one pube dreadlock. <laughs> hey, call me. That sounds kind of sexy. <laughs> that grosses me out in a way that I can't describe to you. Do you know those little fireworks where you light the little black disc on, on fire uh -huh. and it turns into the snake? Yep. That's what I'm imagining growing out of this woman's pubis. And somehow it's got a big old bead on it, Tyler. Is that possible? And and now I didn't even think straight pubic hair was possible. Now you're asking me about beads. And I'm throwing a lot at you right now. You and are. finally, Asians have been noted to have straight pubic hair. But after countless hours of research, that is not true at all. It is just blurry. Stop pointing at me. I know it's my What's turn. What's the deal with the blurry porn? A window. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, it is strange. Why? But, but it's we, we can review. I'm going to find that out. What about what about uh, uh, blurring out middle fingers on TV? We know what you're doing. Yeah, but I mean, that's at least, hey, what if a kid's watching this on accident? Yeah, exactly. I don't even have to we can review it anymore. <laughs> Keep up the good work, kids. Ryan, last week we discussed money laundering, and I did a poor job of describing it. Did I look up a succinct definition for the audience? Oh, yes, Daddy. Money laundering is a process that criminals use in an attempt to hide the illegal source of their income by passing money through companies or transfers or transactions sure. or through a series of businesses that are money heavy. Uh, the money is therefore cleaned, meaning nobody can tell where it it's actually came untraceable. from. Untraceable. Correct. Now, now, is that like if I were to rob a bank, all of my bills are now going to be in sequential order? Is it is it a, a credit situation? Is it all the above? I'm sure that it's just the, the ability to trace it. And so if these dollars are spent in a grouping, we'll know that that's where it is. But if they're shuffled amongst millions it's of others, too, too many pieces to pay attention. Where are you going to go? You know, you know what I think is is infinitely interesting. And just to give everybody listening right now some some insight into the show, you and I never discuss what we're going to look up from the last two week shows mm -hmm. we do weekend review where Tyler and I go back and we, and we judge our own gas bagginess and whether we're right or wrong. It's interesting to me how often we pick different subjects because I have, I had the money laundering thing written down. And I'm like, I don't care about that. Almost always we pick something. Isn't different. that weird? We yeah. probably picked the same one like two or three times in the two years we've been doing this. Tyler last week, we wondered out loud whether Britain drank more tea than America drank coffee that's my third one. Oh, is it your third yeah wow, boy i really put my foot in my mouth here <laughs> well this will be interesting to find out whether or not we've got the same answers i don't know what to play here oh yes daddy oh. so tyler all i recorded here was the cups of tea per year in britain and the the cups of coffee in america what do you, what information do you have without telling me what it is i have it i have it broken down a little bit more 
Okay. I, I actually did a, just a tiny bit of math because I know numbers on the radio are great. Okay. So I have it broken down just, I think, easy enough for people to understand. So do you have a final total at the end? Because I want to see if we have the same numbers. Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, so then you start because yours sounds more detail-oriented than mine. Well, first of all, we asked whether um, Britain has or England has siesta like they do in the Mediterranean and Spain, all that stuff. I didn't ask that. We were talking about it. No, we were about tea time. I understand. It was all part of the same co conversation. They do not have siesta. Second of Who all- Who the hell said that? Nobody says that Britain has siesta, We bro. were what? When we fight on the radio, I think it's good. I think it's good listening. Our brothers and sisters across the pond drink roughly 165 million cups every day. Okay. Americans- Drink 400 million cups a day. Of coffee. Of coffee. Britain tea, America coffee. Absolutely. Uh, so we win based on volume. Tell me those numbers again. I'm so sorry. No, no, that's okay. It's 165 cups of million tea, cups, cups of, of tea, tea in Britain. 400 million cups of coffee in America. So it's not even close. Not even close. However, we win based on volume. However, their population is 66 million Ours is 330 million. I was thinking that. So I was we, thinking that. We have six times the population, huh. but only 2.5 times more drank. So it's it's per, per capita. Per capita, they are killing us. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, I, they drink a lot more. I read something. Wow, that is great, man. You did a great job. See, I have 60.2 billion cups of tea in Britain. That's crazy. Every year. Yeah. In America, 146 billion cups of coffee. Correct. Duncan. You son of a bitch. Starbucks, man. Starbucks, corner that market. Yeah. Literally, they're on every corner. I hate it. No, but that's not true. Dunkin' Donuts does it. You know what? Man, we've got 7,000 weekend reviews. I would be interested. I to bet know you that. Starbucks is way more profitable than Dunkin' Donuts. Profitable or sells more coffee? Because it's definitely more profitable because it's 46 bucks for a, a shot of espresso. Yeah. All right, Tyler. And then another 46 bucks for them to spit it into my eyes like I like. Yeah, that 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 barista is just keeps following you home. It's Tyler, the weirdest fucking Tyler. <laughs> All right, Tyler, I don't even remember what it was, but you mentioned the first speeding ticket ever. Did I diligently do my research to get the answer you were looking for? I hope not. Thank God. I accidentally stumbled onto it while on the internet and just took a screenshot of it. It happened totally on accident. Thank you, universe. I mean, it's just incredible. It was issued, the first ever speeding ticket was issued to Walter Arnold on the 28th of January, 1896 in Kent, England. Yeah. So that, I think that's what you said, right? 1896? Yep. Correct. Now, this insane mother bleeper was barreling through the town at eight miles per hour, Woo! Tyler, four times the legal limit, and he was chased for five miles by a police officer on a bicycle okay. where he was caught and he was fined one shilling. And I want to thank the Kent Police Force for getting this sick F word off the road. That is Weekend Reveal. So... Uh, my brain has been addled by the many uh, uh, decades, three in total, that I have all the movies and TV and everything that I have consumed. And the chemicals that they're putting in water to kill your third eye. That too. The very idea 
of somebody going eight miles an hour, which is a speed that almost any adult can run faster uh-huh. than, uh-huh. and a gentleman, a police officer behind him on a bicycle go for five miles. I'm imagining with a bell. Going, going, okay, you gotta stop now. Ring. I don't know why I just made him that. Ring. But, but I, like just walking, riding behind him like, okay, it's time to stop. Pull it over. I am not messing around with you, Walter Arnold. And then you get to five five miles. Five miles. And then you charge him a shilling? I don't know. He was shilling it. Tyler, we need to take a break, okay? We need to do our advertising. But I'm thinking of opening up another Instagram feed where I just go around and pick up the most interesting content just for people's viewing pleasure. Okay. Okay? You know what I'm going to call it? Those guys underscore you hate. Those guys curate. Yay! That was good. That is fit. Dude, I am taking this into the advertising. I don't want to talk about anything else. I want to feel good as we leave. Let's go take a break. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook, too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you can sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. What's new, pussy toot? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, pussy toot? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You hate. Those are some serious toots you got going. Those guys you hate. Tyler, we just talked about football like some mother effing men. We did. We did. No one was around to hear it. Like some men. How will they know? They're, they're just going to have to take our word for it, Tyler. We're men. Manly men. All right, we've gone really long on this show. So we're going to just pump through these things, Tyler. Sounds good to me. Tyler, I've been listening to Dateline, bro. Not everything is a Dateline, Ryan. Uh, But this definitely is. Tyler, I've been listening to Dateline, and we talked about... um, I, I actually mentioned something to you in our regular lives. I was listening to this one about a man who could only have sex with his wife if he was in control had a knife to her throat, and 
wearing his Batman suit. That is the way that she described him. You, you see a lot of weird sexual predilections of these guys when they're with their wives or something like that. It's a bit of a red flag, Tyler. I get two of those three things. Which two, one? two of those things. Which ones? Uh, the Batman suit, of course, because <laughs> of course. That's, that's something that I've always wanted to do. But instead of me in the Batman suit, it's them in the oh, Batman suit. See, I wear the Batman suit and I carry like a big like flat screen TV and I'm like, hey, could you grab this out of my utility belt? <laughs> <laughs> Which pocket is it? Don't worry about it. Just pick one. But that was on the episode that I was talking about where the whole town for 30 years, everybody was calling police and saying, hey, you need to look into this kid. Hey, you need to look into this kid. Turns out wasn't that kid. For 30 years, everybody was saying it was that kid. Yeah. If you are that kid, do you need to look in the mirror and think what is going on with me? You make some real changes or you become a serial killer yourself. You're like, fuck it. I mean, hey, if I'm gaining weight, I might as well eat the cake. Am I right? Walks like a duck, talks like a duck, fucks like a duck. (laughs) It's going to rape something. Stab a woman. (laughs) All right. and, and And finally... Just because this show is very topical, this show is always on the cutting edge of what everybody's talking about, I just listened to the dateline about the girl who talked her quote-unquote boyfriend into committing suicide. Oh, yeah, I remember. Do you remember that? It was a big deal. I I remember that. She had, I remember the only photo, the, the, when I see her in my head, I can pretty much recall what she looks like, but she just has that dead-eyed stare I, i've never seen a photo of her yeah i, I would it, be interested to see it young i want to say blonde-haired girl she gl- was 15 when it happened glasses you know freckles on her face just an innocent looking kid but her eyes would just 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 stare like a politician um yeah but it's almost like she was <laughs> looking into her future and seeing that she was bleeped thank you for giving that actual thought you actually thought about what i said that was sweet i just i didn't know where to go i with appreciate that. you now my question is and for everybody out there who doesn't know it there was this 18 year old kid who had been talking to this you know 15 year old girl cops get in there and he had mentioned wanting to commit suicide she instead of telling him not to do it went the opposite way on that one yep. oppo boppo yep. and so he went and plugged a tube into his car from the exhaust mm-hmm. Started doing it. She was on the phone with him. Talking him, making sure he stayed. He got out of the car. She talked him into getting back in. Now, my question to you is, and I think I already know the answer, is she liable for that on your personal estimation? Of course. You, why is that? Uh, she wasn't there. We're all we're all in charge of our own decisions. Absolutely. And the responsibility is on him. But for you to uh, get somebody in a, who's in a very vulnerable place and not only not help them because it's really nobody's responsibility to help anyone. We just do it because it's the right thing to do. Um, you're actively trying to get him to hurt himself. You are actively working against him going the other way. Yeah, of course. Okay, I know this isn't going to be popular, but hey, uh, suicide victim, stop being such pussies. Tyler, I want to start. A dog. We could fix that. Well, editing, you could do a we, million things. and You absolutely can't. We won't. I want the audience to know the kind of person that you are. <laughs> well, then they're not going to bring their dogs to my dog watching business, Tyler, that I'm thinking about calling it those guys who crate. Sure. You didn't seem particularly you seem impressed like you need with that one. Please. <laughs> I'm still reeling from that last thing. Tyler, episode 53. I actually got some interesting ones here. Sometimes I do this thing about the show number, but I got some interesting things here. Okay. The number 53, the calling code of? Switzerland. Cuba. Oh. How about that? Herbie the Love Bugs racing number. Never seen it. 53% of the American population is female. 
I like those numbers. Mm. And the average length of a human arm is 53 centimeters, Tyler. Very interesting. We're that? in America, though. Stop using that uh, empirical? Suck a dick, metric system. Tyler, are you ready to do your second part of whatever it is you're doing here? I had it backwards. We're empirical. Yes. Here we go. That's not foreboding at all. <laughs> Ryan. Yes. There is no such thing as facts anymore, which is why I believe we need to go back to trusting our gut. We're so worried about the truth, about facts, about empirical data. Blah, 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 blah. Enough already. Listen, you've got questions and we have the answers. I don't like to let my opinions be watered down by people's facts. I don't like that. What's the point of opinions then if you're just going to listen to any fact off the street? What's the point of having a gut? I love it, Tyler. That's right. Yep. That's right. God not, gave me this gut for a reason. If not for bacteria, it'd be filled with lies. You gave me two eyes for an eye <laughs> test. I like where you're headed. I say boo numbers. And I say yay, emotionally unfiltered decision making. That's what this show's all about, baby. Then I'm going to turn it up to an 11, Let's baby. get it, girl. You've got questions, and we're just the guys to answer them. I say we prove ourselves through a trial by fire of sorts, Ryan. Let's get it. What do you have to say about that? I'm ready, bro. I, I love this because I think that facts have really gone the way of the buffalo. They don't exist anymore, so we all need to start just acting the way that we feel immediately. I like the name drop of the buffalo. That seems very spiritual of you. Thank you. Run like the buffalo. <laughs> Here's how it works. I've enlisted the help of the internet, specifically Reddit, to find some difficult questions for us to tackle to show everybody we are up to the task. You're familiar with the website Quora, right, Ryan? Oh, absolutely. I, I do a little segment on it, sure. Explain to the audience what Quora is. Quora is where somebody uh, poses a question to the internet and then people who think they're so fucking smart answer it, and then it's upvoted or downvoted, so hopefully you get the most reliable answer. But sometimes the internet's a son of a bitch. Absolutely. It's pretty much Reddit for information, where you get to upvote the post depending on if it seems viable or not, or it's truthful like, or not. It's like, there's, uh, isn't there like a Yahoo answer? It's just basically where people ask questions, and then hopefully prof professionals give you responses. And not always the case. Very... Few and far between, as a matter of fact. Well, thanks to the subreddit, Insane People Quora, the craziest questions are on display for all to laugh at. I may be on that list. I feel like this would be a perfect testing ground. Let's get Let it. Let us not laugh at these people. Let us help them, regardless of our biases towards these questions. Are you ready for this, I am Ryan? so ready for this, bro. So, so I'm going to answer the first question. We're going to follow along together. All right. And, and you're going to answer the second question, third, four, five, six. So we're hitting it back and forth. Okay, let's get it. So this is my first question, which I'm going to go with, which is my 20-year-old daughter that lives with me refuses to tell me what she talked about with her therapist or what her issues are because she thinks that it's not my responsibility but hers. Okay. So this mother, I'm assuming, wants their child to tell them what they're saying to the therapist. I think it's pretty cut and dry. I think that it's, uh, I, I never know with you which way you're going to go. Well, let's find out. I, I say that, that I say that therapy is, is a very private matter. And she is absolutely, this person is absolutely right that the responsibility is theirs. It's all of our own responsibility to take care of ourselves 
And you should not have to divulge that information to anybody, no matter who it is. My house, my rules. You want to <laughs> live here? You want to take a shower in my water? I'm sitting in on those therapy sessions. As a matter of fact, that water costs money. I am now your therapist, Tyler. I am now your therapist. Tell me all about your daddy issues to your daddy. <laughs> so do I scroll here? Go ahead and scroll. Yep. yep. All right. My yep. question, now that I've told you the right way that your question should have been answered. If my neighbor's bees routinely steal pollen from my flowers and make honey that my neighbor profits from selling, can I sue them for a portion of that profit? Good question. That's capitalism right there. And I think we are not a litigious enough society. I think you're not just owed a little bit of that. I think you're owed the whole thing. I think you are now in charge. You, uh, the money coming back to you is going to be sweet as that honey, Tyler. What do you think about that? How, but how do they get the money? How, they sh how should they go about getting the money from their neighbor whose bees are stealing their pollen? Tyler, bees, pollen, honey. What don't you get, bro? No, That's no, it. I'm That's it. I'm convinced. This is going really well. Get that cash. <laughs> get that cash. All right, let's scroll over one more. My boyfriend sleeps with the tip of his penis inside me when we're sleeping. Is this normal? I would say <laughs> this one cut, but not as dry. I would say, <laughs> I would say that, um, I mean, as uh, we say this word all the time, as long as it's consensual and you're okay with it, uh, that's fine. I don't know what's considered normal, but, um, you know, people have their thing. I think that we don't have enough information here. What I need to know, what's the climate like? Is this some sort of like a like a cock sock? Is, is he warming himself? Is this for self-preservation? Because I think that that would actually change a lot of things. Or is he falling asleep in the middle of sex? I think this bitch needs to stop being so stuck up and just get stuck up. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bitch. Tyler! <laughs> now... I'm not even reading this one. Read this, is, this is a personal one for me. I use WD-40 as a lube for masturbation. Now my penis is red and inflamed. What should I do? Mm, that is an excellent question. Start dating that other girl. I told you that story a long time ago on the show about the kid who had sex with a stripper at the strip club and on the way home was worried about having something, so he showed it to his friend that was with him while they were pumping gas, and he sprayed the gas on his penis. Do you recall that? I did, and the skin fell off and it turned bright red. He said it was like. red like a lobster. Mm -hmm. Now, this person who used the WD-40 as lube for masturbation doesn't deserve to have a penis. Why? Because that is the dumbest effing thing. I know I'm always like the counterculture. I'm arguing on behalf of, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the lube. But the idea is you're not using your penis right. I, I disagree in that. It's not the worst thing because if he would have said, oh, yeah, I used tax he to used jerk molten off. Molten lava, sure. Of course. But uh, WD-40, it, it gets the squeaky out. It makes things glide. I see where his head was at. Is your squeaky? Um, not after I use some WD-40. It's like fucking a clown. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that the answer to this person's problem is don't have a penis. You have lost the rights to having a penis, and God seems to be inflicting that upon you. It's not even up to me. He seems to be losing his penis as we speak. I didn't see us getting a godly about it, but okay. For my final question. How can I convince my son that coronavirus is a hoax? He doesn't want me to see my grandson until I agree to wear a mask, but I'm against the principles. Uh, I would have to say to you that your what you're saying is, is that your right, quote unquote, to not wear a mask is more important to you than seeing your grandson. And I would just say that's incredibly selfish of you. 
I'm going to go the opposite way on this one. <laughs> okay. If I'm your parent, you do what I say. If oh I want to cough in your eyes, you take it. But you said your house, your rules. This is a person who does not live with her. It's a, her, their grandson. Well, you didn't let me finish. My house, my rules. Your house, my rules. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, that's how that old adage goes. I had no idea. <laughs> that old chestnut passed down from generation to generation. All right, Ryan. And for your final question. For as the, long as you live under your roof, you will follow my rules. For the dismount. What is the best way to say no Jews on your dating profile without saying no Jews? Okay, I'm, you that's, know what? That's an excellent question. I'm glad you lobbed this one up here for me, Tyler. I appreciate that very much. And this doesn't seem like a landmine at all. I'm going to take it head on, okay? Here's the idea. I think you're just going to have to say no Jews. Same thing with the people out there who are trying to take pictures in the perfect lighting and you're trying to get the exact makeup right and whatever. When they meet you, you're not going to have that lighting, okay? When you go out to dinner originally with this woman or this man, I don't know what your setup is, you're judging based solely on this question, the word no Jews is going to pop out at some point. Just get it out there, man. Meet Mr. Right, not Mr. Right now. And for the entrepreneurs out there, I agree with you, and I will. I, I like that answer. For the entrepreneurs out there, maybe start your own uh, dating service for people just like you. You know, like farmers only kind of thing. Oh, Jews free in 2003? <laughs> I'd download that. That wouldn't cause any problems. I like it, Tyler. Would the App Store allow this? <laughs> um... All right, I, I, that's the end of our Q&A, baby. Tyler, that was fantastic. You're all welcome, by the way. We just answered, we got down and dirty with you guys, and I, we love you, although you got some shit to work yeah, out. Yeah, honestly, you guys are putting a lot of pressure on us, and we're just trying to make an entertainment vehicle, and honestly, you want us to fix your lives. Your house, my rules. Um, Tyler, that was great. That was Thank I, you. I, Thank I, you. I liked how bite-sized that was, and you lobbed it up, and we got to bat it back and forth. I am now going to do the opposite. Okay. But before I do that, the money coming in on the show has not been what I had hoped. No. Okay. So I've had to open up, and I'm sorry for you to learn this way, um, an OnlyFans account for us. Saw that coming. Yeah. But and then maybe you're sitting too close to the screen. <laughs> I'm your only subscriber, and all it is is a static photo of your butthole. You know what I think we should call it? Those guys is taint. Just for the word taint. <laughs> You taint wrong, Tyler. <laughs> you had me a taint. Fantastic, Tyler. That is so good. That was that was really enjoyable. Now, I am going to do something um, that, man, there's just a lot going on right now. And we've actually talked about elements of this on the show already. And I just want to get into it. And I don't want to make a big deal out of it. I, I actually didn't even prepare for this. I want to try a little segment called Off the Top of My Head. Okay. Okay. Now, what this is, is me just making this up on the spot. And what I want to talk about today, Tyler, is PC culture. Okay. You ready for it? Sure. Yeah. Let's do this. So, so this is all just improv. This is all just right there. It's literally off the top of my head. I know that we shouldn't be using the show this way, but every now and then we just got to be loose. We got to cut free. We got to just, just say how we feel. Got okay? to give a rant every now and then. A rant every now and then. Yep. Exactly right. Yep. Off the top of my head, PC culture. You ready? Let's do it. When I was but a lad, the world was quite different. Strange, you might say. Archaic. An antiquated time so filled with antiquated people, it's a wonder that anyone survived those dark ages. Tyler, has it ever occurred to you that it seems so outdated because you have become inundated 
Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I agree with it. You said it's off the top of your head. You're, That's right. You're, you're reading this off of your computer. Uh, I, this is about something from last week's show. Don't even worry about this. Okay. Inundated with clamoring for niceties and tail wagging that knows no bounds. Filled to the brim with the idea that honesty is wrong, Tyler. How did we get into this situation where honesty, there's a war on honesty, Tyler? I think it's very easy to get caught up in the mob mentality and when people want to- No, it's not! Get him! Release, release, uh, there's a lot of pent-up anger out there in the world, Ryan, and people don't even realize they have it, and the internet gives them an outlet to, to, to release, but it's not exactly a, a, a drone strike. It is a billy club being swung blindly. Well, see, and, and I know that I'm a little bit older than you, Tyler, but- I hearken back to the days of yore, when you could tell a woman she was pretty without being arrested and labeled a friggin' sex offender. Do you know how hard it is to get off that list, Tyler? I do not. I don't either, because they will not let me go. I mean, it's the only club that has ever wanted to keep me. And you're still, you still have to go around and tell our neighbors. Quite the opposite <laughs> of that babysitter's club that I joined. Why can't a man just be bold, Tyler? He knows he's not follically challenged, he's bold! That's an insult to him and his ever-expanding forehead. Don't even get me started on what they've done to those new social pariahs known as smokers. Have you seen what we've done to smokers recently, Tyler? Yeah, it's, it kills people. So yeah, you need to, if it's gonna affect my health and the health of everybody else, you're gonna need to be pushed to the side of uh, the dredges of society. Tyler, your health, my rules. We treat murderers on death row with more compassion than we do to somebody who likes to light up a Marlboro Red every now and then. What is happening here? Well, at least with death row, they're getting over with quickly. Oh, please, you're on there for like 20 years, bro. Get out of here, and that cost me millions of dollars. I meant the actual death. Maybe I like the word midget. Does that make me so bad? Yeah, but what if they don't like the word midget? Yeah, fuck them. Plus, you have to study like a college student jacked up on methamphetamines to keep up with the changes. I remember when the term for black people was temporarily changed to African-American and then slowly changed back to black people because even black people felt ridiculous saying it. Of course. And in case you're one of those black people who still say it, uh, a thousand pardon. And what if they're from Dominican? They're black Dominicans. That don't count. Now, why? Now, listen, I know that I'm not allowed to say what? yes or no, but you are I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> Written rules, Tyler. Now, I was very recently chased out of a lesbian bar for saying that one of the women with fat fingers was well hung. Where does the madness stop, Tyler? Uh, there. Is it? Uh, I, think, I think there, we could start there. And she had big old thick fish just beat the piss out of me, Tyler. <laughs> I guess it was a fair trade-off then. Now, the problem is, is that the lanes just keep narrowing. What are we gonna call mentally challenged people when that term is no longer acceptable? Retarded. We get to go back to it. You asked me a question, I answered it. I'm not calling anybody that, but the lanes are not narrowing because new words are always being created. The lanes size stays the same, generally speaking. It's just people who wanna focus on, hey, people in groups, people in minorities, people who, are, who have been downtrodden for decades, centuries, are now finally standing up and saying, hey, I don't appreciate that. 
It's the same way that women were sexually harassed back in the 70s, and that was business as usual. Now, right. they're saying, hey, stop touching my fucking ass. Now, this is business as usual, and I'm standing up saying that I don't like it, okay? <laughs> I can't say gypsies. I can't say Eskimos. Wait, what can I say? Wait, who says you can't say gypsies? I think gypsies is a bad thing. I don't think you're allowed to say that I'm anymore. Gonna, I'm going to cling to gypsies until the day, the day that I... They will have to... I can't even say hunker, Tyler. <laughs> we just did. Wait, I can't say prostitute. Now it's a sex worker. Like, she's got a four. 401k. That's incorrect too. It's escort, Ryan. Oh, they're all suck a dick they're, escort. They're, well, yeah. It's restricting our line of communication, people. It's inhibiting our ability to express ourselves in a coherent way. It's stopping us from, you know, being able to, you know, say good stuff, Tyler. Now, I wish that I could properly articulate how much resentment I feel when people are offended, but hey, that's just off the top of my head. You were reading that from your computer. That's just off the top of my head, Tyler. So you are a fraud. I am, I am about to pass out. <laughs> but before I do, Tyler, I have a new dating app that I'm coming up with right now, okay? I have a new dating app that's transpiring, but I'm trying to figure out which way to take it, okay? It's either if you show up to a date that you set up through this app and there's no sexual chemistry there, the other person has to pay for their meal because you'll just go broke on these apps. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's one version. Okay. Are you against that? I'm not. Have you ever gone on one of these dates and you show up within five minutes and you're like, I, am I paying for this cheeseburger because I do not like you at all? But that's kind of the um, the unwritten rule, as it were, of when you go out, when you, when you, it's not even unwritten. Well, I guess it's not. Who pays on the gay guy's date? I mean, what? how do you, how do you work that out? Um, I just manipulate them until they pay for the whole thing. Wow. Um, That's a new form of Dutch. I was... <laughs> The oven variety? <laughs> I will say... Can we go Dutch oven on this? <laughs> uh, fuck, I forgot what I was talking about. Eh, it doesn't matter. This is just a bad joke. That's fair. All right. Or, so it's either going to be the app where if it doesn't work out, they got to pay for their meal, or it's just where you meet somebody else who's into poop sex. It's called Those Guys You Played. Hell yeah, Tyler. Those Guys You Played is good. That one, that one's got skid marks all over it from careening wildly into success or whatever. Plus, plus, I really, really hope that that we can make that a thing and I could eventually get it done to me. What about this? You go on a date with somebody, you don't like them, you get to shit on them. <laughs> but what happens, they gotta pay for it. What happens, <laughs> what happens if I do like them and want to shit on them? Or is it if you're, I like them, then they shit on me? You're gonna have to go back to Bumble, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna get people over to your uh, app? How, it, it'll I don't really want to create this app, Tyler. It's all just for the show. Well, I was, I was gonna people out there shitting on each other. Knock it off. No, keep doing it. I was gonna say keep doing it. it's gonna it's gonna be just like Ashley Madison, where just a bunch of dudes talking to bots, <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of people shitting on bots. Tyler, great show today, man. We had a, I felt like I felt like we had a good energy. We were up and we were like there was a nice wave to it. Sometimes we we're just at at a at, at a fever pitch. A frenzy. Right. Today I thought we had a nice little I'm I'm hungover like I have been for the last couple of shows. Is that why you've been taking it out on your microphone? I, I've hit my microphone a lot, Tyler. Many times. I have. I, Many I'm like times. the Joe Jackson of podcast hosts. I was going to say the Chris Brown. Thank you, guys. That's a little bit more topical. Thank you. I'm so old, Dan. I almost went Ike Turner. Thank you, guys. I'm the Charlie Chaplin of movies. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin was a son of a bitch, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know. We can review. Yeah, fuck him. He can't do anything about it. Thank you guys for being here, except for Charlie Chaplin. 
We love you guys, man. Go out to those guys underscore you hate on Instagram where mm. we're doing most of our work, right, Tyler? Yes, and please go to thoseguysyouhate.com. We've shifted it around a little bit. All the buttons are there at the top of the page for you to click on. The advertising, which would help us out, help us put out more content. We want to keep growing this thing bigger and bigger and, and make you guys a bigger part of it. Yep, yep. So, you know, consume. Yeah, consume. That's the only thing that's going to make you happy. Relax and just take us in. Tyler, what's the moral of the story, bro? The moral of the story is that no matter what Ryan says, do not be ashamed of your kink. If you're with somebody who loves to be pooped on and you like pooping on them, you keep pooping, all right? You poop to your heart's content, to their to their chest content, you know, whatever you guys are doing over there, and just love yourself. Love yourself, you feces-ridden monsters. I love you. You need to love yourself. I, I, man, I'm in a moment of honesty here. Mm -hmm. I'm not anti people pooping on each other, except for when it happens on accident, like at a, at a, you know, at a shot for, you know, we're at, about to have a great moment uh, and ar I can, around, around anal sex. I can and go you just, back to that. I'm sure I can go back to that. Go ahead. I can go back to that soft underbelly, the, the current of, of romance that is anal sex. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? I'm not against people pooping on each other. I just. No, I am. I actually am. You gross me out. Knock it off. Tyler, we should all be drinking absinthe, bro. We should all be drinking absinthe. Why did they take Why did they make it illegal in America? The moral of the story is we need absinthe back in America, especially the one with the skull and the crossbones on it. I prefer the they all have skull and crossbones on them. <laughs> what do you think that means? <laughs> that a pirate's about to come attack you. Can I have absinthe and rat poison? It's, Those are in the same bottle. It's you're saying the same thing. What it, it did they? Make it illegal here because they don't want people to treat each other the way we treated each other? Well, they're doing it anyway, absinthe or no absinthe. I think it's just like pit bulls where it was just a fear and they made it illegal and it was just never overturned. Huh. How about that? Total guess, but that's what I assume. We need to give pit bulls absinthe. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Tyler, great friggin' job this week. I love you guys. I love you. You're my brother. I love you. I don't it, mind telling you. It would certainly, I'm going to... Uh, just go back to what we were talking about. Anal it would, sex? It would, no, I'm going to go past that. Uh -huh. uh, I. It would certainly help with the overpopulation problem. Just a release, well, anal sex. Anal and, sex too. And releasing pit bulls on, on absinthe into the into the population. And he'd be like, dale, huevo. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. GG. Golden Gate, Tyler. Killer? GG. Terrible name for a woman, Tyler. GGK.
Golden Goose Kanish. Wow, this is loud as funk. I said funk. I'm bringing the I'm bringing the curse words down, Tyler. I'm bringing the curse words down. That's perfect. Just like everything else that has balance in the universe, I'm bringing them up. Tyler, what about you, Mother Falcon? No. You, Mother Falcon. Is this guy Falcon serious? We've done this already. Are, We're already on repeat. Are we in reruns? <laughs> Cats have a peripheral vision of 285 degrees. Well, fuck them. That sounds hot. What? 285 degrees. I mean, that's you feel like you'd turn into ashes. I'm going to fuck that cat. <laughs> That's the name of our first cat. That's incredible. L long dead. Not long enough in my, in my estimation. I think she should have gone five years sooner. She got cat AIDS, which was nice because she was very busy and they helped her with all of her stuff. Kate. Tyler. <laughs> you thought I was talking about the immune disease, but I was talking about like a page in Congress. I was just trying to steal Chris Cody's thing from Levitarcha. Yeah. yeah, I swear to you. And for people who don't know, there's a podcast that Tyler and I listen to where there's a guy who takes two words with similar sounds and puts them together. I swear to you, I've been doing that forever. And now I feel like I can't do it anymore because they're doing it. So we should do a war on the Lebitard show because I'm in. Warbitard. Tyler, last week we talked about, I, I divulged information on the show. Okay. Mm. We talked about a, a first kiss with somebody. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I was transparent with the audience. Yes. I gave it up. Mm -hmm. I gave it up. I gave I, up the goods. I dropped my panties for the audience. I, I was vulnerable. You'll drop them for anyone. And that information came back to haunt me, Tyler. Why is that? Because I heard back about it. What, what I was talking about, I then heard back about it. I buried it in the pregame, much like I'm doing right now. But then I didn't expect for anybody, whatever. It doesn't even matter. Here's my deal. I'm having trouble where I run my whole life through the prism of the show and I divulge too much. I say too much. I mean, is there such a thing as too much? Sure. <laughs> there certainly is. Yeah. But you determine what's too much. Yeah. And I think I've hit it. Okay. All right. Well, then all you need to do is dial it back just like you plan to do with curse words. I won't, you piece of shit. <laughs> I, I just, you know what? I, I give my whole life over to the show and, and all everything that happens to me in my life is fodder. Okay. So I don't be bringing me your secondhand bullshit that came directly from me. I don't want to hear it. So somebody came back to you and said, why would you share my, that information on the show? <laughs> well, well, not that specifically, but I, this is what happened, okay? I heard you were talking about me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, so that's your move, huh? And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Uh, never fails, huh? And so um, the deal is- The never fails maybe went a little bit too perhaps, far. <laughs> well, I'm just being honest. It's a good move. That's not my fault. That's fair. So the deal is, is that I, I don't know. They, they, I don't want to go any further yeah, because no, I've already no, 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 no. Yeah, stuck my yeah. bleep in my mouth here. But I'm just saying that I need to be watched. Somebody needs to pay attention to me. Well, I mean, I am paying attention to you and I am, watch, I am watching you. But I mean, it'll only get you so far. In the shower. <laughs> like a naughty Santa Claus. Tyler, my son... And I don't know if you know this, and I'm going to ask, that because whenever I bring up my son, you just wail on him. So I need you to just keep yourself in check. Physically, emotionally, yeah. spiritually, sexually, in terms of his sexuality. <laughs> I got to phrase that differently. Why? <laughs> Why? I gotta, we're going to have to edit that. <laughs> Please. We never edit the pregame until today. Yeah, that I could have phrased a little bit more with kid gloves. <laughs> This is over. The FBI is just kicking in the air vents as we speak. Tyler, my son, you know what it is? I, I think it's just because you've always been the, the younger brother. And even 
between he and I, there are some elements of older brother, younger brother. Of course, I'm his father. But the way we hang out in this household, there's a lot of brother-like vibe to it. For sure. The way we all hang out and we all talk and stuff he, like that. He's finally old enough to to be a part of it on a sure. meaningful in a meaningful way. Sure. And, and that's just kind of our vibe, it, it, you know, whatever. So... But but I think that you like being the older brother because you've never really had that chance. I guess there's so much pressure that goes on me. Like, how much am I supposed to hurt him? You know, should I teach that him? That pressure really goes on him. Should I teach him this? Uh, yeah, there's a, little, a few pressures that come with with being an, sure. an older sibling, as sure. it were. Not sending out sexual innuendo when speaking about him. I that guess, one, it's uh, very that's complicated. A, that's a gray area as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. And, and and we're talking about my son, so you say gray area, and I think of jokes, and we just can't do it. Yeah. So, he's, Tyler, I don't know if you've noticed, but he is on the precipice of puberty, my friend. He's about to be a teenager. I, well, he is about to be a teenager. Happy birthday to you. Shut this off if you can hear it. Um, He is, so to watch him go through puberty, to watch him, and I don't just mean physically, I mean the psychological things that go into it. It's painful for me. I see so much of myself in him. Yep. I see the foibles that I foibled upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you foibled. I, I foibled all over that bitch. Yeah. And and just to see these, these little things, it, it 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 can be hard as a parent. You know what I mean? For sure. But that is what growth is. You can't protect them from that. And to keep them from going through those experiences while you direct them away from the really serious stuff, obviously, they, they're going to have to make those mistakes. You know, sure. I'm, I'm happy for the things that have happened in my life, even though some of them I look back on with immense amounts of shame. Really? That I, that Let's I'm, get into that. That I'm still, you know, all of them. The keys thing? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're going to add in that I too. I didn't say it. I didn't, we'll bleep that out. Oh boy. If you guys, uh, uh, that rye you hate at gmail.com, I'll tell you personally. Um, like these little things. And I could talk shit about him because I know that bitch don't listen. Um, when he first gets into something, like all of a sudden something has sparked his interest, he immediately defines himself through that. And now he knows everything about it. Yeah. I yeah. showed him stand-up comedy because I think that's something a father and a son should share together. It's it's something everybody can enjoy. For sure. And mm-hmm. he was like, ah, it's just not really my thing. Yeah. It's just I'm not into it. I've never really listened to stand-up comedy. So so I let him listen to some stuff. And that's a dicey situation because what's appropriate there? Yeah. I don't know. If yeah. You, stand-up comedy be crazy, y'all. Yeah, absolutely. And I uh, they got to keep up with the times. You'd... Uh, Every year, the line gets pushed back further and further. Does and further. it? Or, or, as a matter of fact, later on in the show, or is it coming closer and closer? Are we allowed to say less? I think a lot of comedians complain that you can't be a comedian anymore. Uh, I mean, I think that the style of comedy has changed and you can't just bash on people anymore. But I think... and I How's for- Anthony Jeselnik doing? Uh, his last stand-up sucks. I'm Why? not great. It was just... You know, his, his shtick, this comedian, Anthony Jeselnik, who is his first um, uh, stand-up special, which is on Netflix, well, both of them are, was hilarious. It's really offensive comedy, yeah. and he sets up these one-liners, or not one-liners, but these punchline jokes, and the whole shtick is you guessing where you think he's sure. going to go. And, and it's he, the twist at the end. And he always gets you with the yeah. twist. Which is what a joke. A joke is you set it up, and then you change courses, and they didn't expect Absolutely. It. And usually most comedy is done through the telling of a story. This guy is dropping punchlines. Yeah. And, and you know, just one sentence punchline. One sentence yeah. punchline. Yeah. Which is hard to do. It is, especially in today's age. And, and, and it was hilarious. Then the second one came out, uh, and it was... 
very predictable. It wasn't even that shocking, to be honest with really? you. Really? I quit like halfway through because I was just bored. Holy crap. Yeah, it really it was really sad for me. And it's not just a stand-up comedy thing. He's also that guy who wants to get on Twitter and comment on the tsunami in of Japan course. before it happened and just really... It's shock humor. Yeah. 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 We, it's, we, we have some of that, but I, man, I don't want to be that. No, of course. You know, it's just a more um, extreme version of... You remember like Tom Green back in the day where it was shock humor. Yeah, but that was making fun of him, though. Tom Green, oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, would yeah, make yeah. you uncomfortable. And and honestly, I was never the biggest Tom Green guy. Cause Neither it was I. Made me so uh, I would squirm in my yeah. seat, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, with with Anthony Jeselnik for me, it's just too predictable. It's just whatever. So to make a long story short, now RJ is just a uh, master of all stand up comedy. Yeah. Now he knows everything about stand up comedy. He's hipping me to the game, and I had to you know give him five across the eyes to remind <laughs> him who's in charge. Did you hit him with a $5 bill? What What did you do? No, I punched him in the eyes, Tyler. Like, what don't you get? I was really trying to give you a... a over a, and over again. In an unlawful way. I believe that I had crossed the line do, as far as, you know, just federal charges and whatnot. Do you remember that scene with Jared Leto in Fight Club? Oh, God. <laughs> he was begging for that. Ma, a meatloaf! That's a different movie. No, uh, that, do you know the guy that Jared Leto beat up in it? What? No, no, no. He was the guy who got beat up by Meatloaf, right? Uh, oh, no, no, no. It was by Edward Norton. Edward Norton. The fat guy was, was forgive me. Meatloaf. Yeah, this is interesting people. to I've nobody. ruined this whole entire nobody. thing. There used to be a guy that we went to high school with, one of Michael's friends that I thought really was kind of a Michael is our older brother. Called him Meatloaf. Uh, oh, and I'm assuming he didn't like that. Uh, I've never really asked him about it. Yeah. Weird yeah. that I brought it up on the show. That is weird. I feel like I've crossed some boundaries. Tyler, you're ready to do the real thing. Absolutely. Let's meatloaf the shit out of this. Let's hope it goes better than the pregame. There's no way that it could be worse. Oh, boy.